live, 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 live. Going live. Live. <laughs> live. 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 <laughs> you going to play the intro, Mr. Alive over there? Oh, shit. Shit. <laughs> we have an intro. We have an intro. No shit. Wait, I'm, I'm not with this one. I woke up late. I need coffee. Coffee, the lifeblood that runs my my everyday existence. Hello, everyone. Excuse me. And welcome to Slip Into the Night at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This week, paradoxical. we will be <laughs> discussing cleansing and banishing. And other ways to get squeaky clean. <laughs> Our guest this week, the bald guy on the Mr. Clean bottle. Oh, he didn't tell me about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Holly had hit me up this week about the topic, and she, you gave me like was it a list of like three or four things? Yeah, it's just three or four things. And like, which one appeals to you? Yeah. And you said. And I thought that the in keeping with the way we've been uh, doing our thing here, um, it's it's a good way to to continue like the the kind of the line of discussion that we've been having. Yeah, you know, about going going into things because we kind of started kind of light and then kind of delved into different areas um did you ever look into that thing about abracadabra that i sent you anymore i did um i did a a little bit i'm i'm not sure and Uh, and, so so the the basis for that thing that i sent you mm um uh is that there is a theory that uh, the that abracadabra comes from an Aramaic word, which is much like abracadabra or something like that, um, which translated means uh, I will create as I speak. Mm-hmm. Or yes. something to that effect. Right. Uh, I have to look it up. Uh, but I think that was that's about right. Yeah, and I thought it was fascinating. It's a, it, it it makes total sense to me. Like I will create as I speak is it's very profound. Um, you know, uh, willing things through word. Uh, it's it's all like the the basis of magic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just found that that was really interesting although they tried to make it out to be that it was like a hebrew word but that it came from aramaic and you were telling and you and i were having the discussion and you were like yeah but aramaic came after hebrew 
Well, that's my understanding. I am definitely not an expert on that. Yeah, that, and, and but, I and, and I agree with you. I I love the sentiment of it. I just um, it's some of the facts maybe were not. Yeah, so I don't know all the all the particulars. Um, I think if that's the case, if it does come from that, if it if it does mean I will create as I speak, it that is. I mean, that's very very cool. Oh um, yeah, but, I absolutely but agree. The, you know, but the whole like the see the thing is is like i want to know where it came from because it's it's origins uh kind of define it in a lot of ways however the way it's looked at also you know that we've looked at it can also have it give it its own definition in a way correct yep <clears throat> by the belief structure being this thing over the course of so many years. I mean, people make that goddamn triangle thing out of it where they take the letters off each yeah, level. Yeah, you know? I know. Ugh. And it's if, you know, if it wasn't spelled that way originally, then how does that work? That's like when people point out to things like an English translation and something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, really? Like, we're stretching here, people. Mm -hmm. We're stretching. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, well, and words have an energy to them. And so to kind of, kind of keep with our topic, like how you speak does have an, like an, an energy to it. And you have listened to songs which are spoken, you know, lyrical energy or words, and you can feel the energy of it, whether it's a sad, you know, statement or song or you can listen to a very powerful speaker and you can know like the power of their words like words can carry power so you know how we speak i you know seems very intuitive to me is reflects how we are creating um yeah but to I mean, our topic that if you're you know we're talking about clearing and cleansing that there is like maybe that you can be speaking in a way or creating in a way that is um maybe heavy or you may be having this kind of heavy energy in your life and why why would you know would would you want to change that or how we well, can in change any, that in any of the practices that i've known you daily cleansing and banishing rituals mm -hmm. every day mm -hmm. you, know, you clear your space mm -hmm. it is a daily normal routine routine thing you do mm -hmm. and what would you do um, uh, when I was, it was, it varied in the beginning. It really varied. Um, I had no direction. Um, but later on, um, I would do banishing rituals. Um, they, uh, there's this one book, uh, modern magic that I, I followed that he recommended like a relaxation ritual, which is basically just laying down and trying to visualize light relaxing your body so that you got into more of a um i don't know a different uh vibratory the way i took it if being in a more relaxed state made you in a different vibratory state it gave you a little more access to things that you normally wouldn't have if you know you're like fully awake if you're not like, you know, like, or energy, you know, you don't have that relaxed, grounded sense. Um, and then you do a banishing ritual. Um, 
And they had other rituals that you would do daily, like uh, building auras, uh, circulation, energy circulation rituals, things of that nature. Um, but it was a daily thing that you did every day. You would do these banishing rituals. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the in the traditions that I w- was following, you would do a thing to banish both negative and positive energies. You were trying to get like... Uh, um, I almost want to call it like zero sum space, like a neutral space. Yeah, just like a, just like a clear slate, just mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then work from there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, any like I said, any of the the traditions that I've I've looked into, um, uh, been a part of studied i've always known any of them to have some type of banishing ritual or closing off of a space uh Mm -hmm. something right um and the other thing that uh i would i would do a lot of like would be with like sacred tools crystals or anything like that you'd bury Mm -hmm. them either bury them or uh put them in salt to cleanse them for like a period of time. Usually uh, do it from the full moon to the new moon. Yes. Yeah. So like in the kind of the traditions I've studied, it is sometimes energy can become stagnant in what um, like in, you know, most of the teachings that I've followed, which are shamanic based, you, you want energy to be kind of clear and flowing. You don't want it to puddle and you don't want it to stop moving. So, um, like the one of the words the shamans use is like hucha, which is heavy energy that's heavy and sticky, and it's not necessarily bad, but it's not necessarily what's. It may not be what you want in your energy field. You mm-hmm. you want the energy that you want. They call sami. Um, so there are different ways to clear the hucha from your your personal energy fields and the extension of that, which is your home and your environment. Um, so one of the very basic ways is to clean your environment and keep it moving and decluttered because cluttered space can collect the sticky energy and it can um, slow down the movement of energy. And this is very similar to the thought of in Chinese kind of energy work, which is uh, feng shui. They have lots of... Um, ideas about how to arrange a home or an environmental space, a garden, how to build your house structure to promote the flow of energy so that it's not puddling. But at the same time, you, you, you know, at certain places, you don't want so much energy flow that it's taking all your good energy away with it as well. So it is the posi- one thing is to the way you position your furniture and how you keep your space clean. Another way to do it is to, um, you know, use uh, incense of some kind. One of them might be the sage. It could be um, Palo Santo. Oh, no, wood. I go, I go with the liquid blue. You liquid go with liquid blue. blue. Liquid blue incense. You know, they got all those fucking rainforest glen and uh-huh. fucking goddamn humpback whale dream. What? <laughs> 
No, so you bypass the patchouli. You go right <laughs> oh, to the. I go. I go right past the frankincense and myrrh, and straight <laughs> to Emerald Garden. Emerald Garden. <laughs> yeah. Dr- so <laughs> there is there is one that you that uh, can be used uh, as a, and I would say any kind of scent can be used in a ritual mm-hmm. if uh, you if if you associate it such. But there is a scent amongst the traditional scents that is uh, related amongst all of the the symbolism, which is called Dragon's Breath. Mm-hmm. I do know that. That's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. So it is the thought that burning these like botanical scents, there is something in the smoke or the smudge that also helps move that heavy energy away and can clear the space. Um, like you mentioned, salt is another one and you can sprinkle salt and then, and then, and it will absorb. Um, if that's a very old thing that you would take an, an item and put it in salt and it would draw out and then you would throw out that salt out into the environment and it would just get washed away. And that would be a way to cleanse an object like a crystal or, a you know, something that you, a ring or something that you've picked up at a, <coughs> at a second hand, you know, maybe you, if you've gone to the bookstore and got some kind of funky Kama Sutra and, you know, you want to cleanse it, you smudge it or you put it in some salt. Um, yeah. Or you set it out in the sunlight. Sunlight is another yeah, very we, old uh, way of cl- cleansing energy. Does I mean, you can wrap it in salt and bury it. You can just put it in salt. Um, I know people who have like indoor gardens who have, they just bury their stuff in their own little indoor gardens, like in little mm-hmm. those you know long wide things that they put in the windows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just it's a symbolic thing, really, for the most part. <coughs> if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, a, it, it, a lot of it is very, it, your brain is trained to see things a certain way. I mean, we look at the waning moon time as a time of energy going away. Mm-hmm. You know, that light energy is leaving the moon. It's not growing. Mm-hmm. It's fading away. Mm-hmm. And it uh, takes energy with it. Right. So we, we associate that with it. Um, and I think that that's when you're doing it intentionally, you're giving it that purpose. You know, you're giving you're giving it purpose. You know, otherwise it's just a thing. Like it's just a crystal. It's just a whatever. It's just a excuse me. Uh, chalice that you're cleansing to use in your rituals or whatever. It's just an object. You give it power. Like you that's the whole idea behind it. Like, as with, you know, when you're a Catholic and you eat a goddamn wafer and you say it's the body of Christ, it's the same idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, you are using something else to symbolize something in a ritualistic fashion. That's all it is. Uh, it's just that other people do it differently, you know? Mm-hmm. The, they decide to get all fancy with their robes and shit and drink the wine eat the wafer other people just 
Do little well, simple things. Right. And like, you know, in that tradition, baptism is very much a clearing, cleansing type of a thing where you are either sprinkled oh, yeah. or dunked with water. And that is a ritual to clear and cleanse the energy field and rebirth you into that tradition. And I do believe you can do that as many times as you want in that religion, those types of religion. But generally, they only do it the once. Not many people go back for second baptisms. <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. I don't know anybody like serial Baptists, like where they go back over and over and over again to get baptized. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. I wonder how many times I could get baptized in a day. Maybe I should have set something like that up. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of cool. Mm. Just go around and get baptized. They go from church to church. <laughs> yeah. Well, generally, though, that there there is some kind of discussion ahead of time and like statement of intent, and that you're gonna like, you know. Are you change. kidding me? They they have like drive-through weddings in Vegas. I'm sure they got drive-through <laughs> baptism somewhere. <laughs> they. I, I'm not disagreeing. They probably do. <laughs> Um, Probably pay some guy ten bucks. And you know, my my believe it or not, my my brother in law is now a minister, so I can, hey. I can ask him. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Let's find out. <laughs> tell him, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I have a friend. <laughs> I have a friend. Uh, I have a friend <laughs> with a sense of humor. <laughs> Oh. Uh, uh. Um. It's, hey, so that's, listen. That's, in my oh. defense, Holly. In my defense. In my defense. I do keep the Buddy Christ on my desk every day. He's here. Well, all, and all I, the time. I. I <laughs> actually, you know, I, I actually feel very much, um, great appreciation for the teachings of. Of Jesus or Yeshua or whatever you want to, you know, pronounce his name. He that actually, that dude, Buddy Christ. The dude. Let's just call uh, him the, the dude. dude. The dude. Um, I actually don't have any. I don't have any qualms with his teachings. It's um some of the later stuff by Paul and. Um, I know blackface is bad, but if we blackfaced fucking Jeff Bridges, that's pretty much Jesus. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> what did you put in your coffee? I thought you were going to detox off of them. No, I that, listen, I said fucking Super Bowl is coming up and I don't know that I could go up and watch a Super Bowl with my cousin and not smoke weed. So that's kind of <laughs> off the table until then. <laughs> um, <clears throat> right. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. So the, the water, cleansing with water is a big one. Okay. Um, you know, and, and the fire, using the elements. So we've got earth, burying it in the earth, dunking it in, you know, you know, free-flowing water, outside living water. I think if the crazy ones could go with the fire route more mm -hmm. often, mm -hmm. you know, like dousing themselves in gasoline. <laughs> like right. on fire. Right, so fire. If you're a crazy extremist, uh huh, yeah. So fire is <laughs> is the other one of the other big elements used to cleanse and purify, and so it would be 
having a fire ceremony where you start a fire and set some intention and you either put the object in the fire to cleanse it or sometimes you can like write things out and burn papers <laughs> that's done yeah um that is a big actually way for um i've read I've never done this, but banishing people is to put that intent on a piece of paper and, um, you know, say there is someone you're not getting along with and you don't want them in your life. You would put that intention on a piece of paper and uh, put it into the fire. Now, I'm, I'm not saying that anyone should do that or not, but that is something that is has been done historically. Right. Yeah. There's uh, and the and the the general rule is for me anyway is like just to stick to me like if if i'm gonna go down these paths and do these things i'm just gonna stick to me i don't see any sense in to try to uh alter adjust anybody else's life just my own like uh, my own course is is fine i don't see the need to like adjust anyone else you know if somebody comes to me looking for some type of guidance when it comes to this type these these things i'll tell them you know what you know i've come to know but everybody's experience is different i i mean there's only so much one person can tell another person when it comes to experiencing these things in my opinion because you have to come to conclusions on your own you have to come to realizations in your own way and nobody can hold your hand and do that. They can just kind of show you where things are, kind of. Right. Well, I think, you know, one of the <sighs> things I've studied a lot is energy healing. And and really in that kind of train of thought, the only one who can really heal your own energy is yourself. You can have someone who can kind of mentor you and coach you in it, but you really have to do your own work and you have to do your own um, self-observation to see what seems to be stuck in your own personal energy, what, what you would you want to clear out and um, in which direction you want to move forward in. And so, you know, when people are out there saying that they're, you know, energy healers and they're going to fix these things for you. Well, really the most lasting profound healing comes from your own self observation and deciding that you are going to make that change and sticking with it. Yeah. In my, in my opinion. <coughs> And they, I mean, uh, there are tons of different cleansing and banishing rituals out there. I mean, you can, I mean, literally, you go into the New Age section, you can throw a dart and hit a book that'll have one mm -hmm. in it, you know, a set of uh, rules for it. Um, and my suggestion to everybody or anyone who wants to get into that type of thing is just find something that feels right for you. Don't try to follow any one path because somebody else went there. Find something that works for you. Because if you try to follow a tired old path that doesn't work for you, it won't work for you. You know, you're not going to force it into submission. I mean, th this is you we're talking about, not the thing. You And you have to find that, <clears throat> that am amalgamation, I think, of things that work and 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 work right for you right and, those, and, I mean, and that may change over time absolutely 
And I mean, I think one of those things is where I, I meet a lot of people who are kind of going down the new agey route. And then one of the kind of knee jerk things is that they do a lot of yoga and they become vegans. And, you know, because yeah. there is this, um, I'm not becoming vegan. Holly. <laughs> well, it be, I'm not a vegan. There's, um, this kind of perception out in the, in the media that to be kind of spiritual, you have to be, eat plants and, you know, do lots of like bendy exercise. And I don't want to necessarily, I think that yoga is a good way that you can kind of clear your own personal energy and become very healthy. And well, I look think at that, look at that Bikram guy. He gets his dirty dick sucked by so many women doing yoga. <laughs> wow. <laughs> look at that yeah. ugly fuck. He gets so much pussy doing yoga. Holly. What? Yeah. I mean, for some, that might be an incentive to, to do that. Um, oh, fucking Bikram. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, back to the Kama Sutra and, uh, you know, but that doing that may or may not work for you. And, you know, if, if you're not comfortable and you're not, it, it isn't a system that, you know, is really in tune with who you are, you know, you're, it's, you know, why waste your time doing something? And just like a diet thing, there are lots of diets out there. Veganism been really promoted, but, you know, everyone's metabolism and different is different. And I truly believe that some people just need to eat meat. And it sh you shouldn't be felt that you are less spiritual because you eat animals. Yeah. You just need to come to the right kind of. I'm actually considering uh, trying the because um, it has. They say it has good benefits for people with um, autoimmune diseases, and I have um, a form of arthritis, which is autoimmune. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and they say that the carnivore diet is really good for that, like mm -hmm. that it helps reduce inflammation and helps with stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm considering doing it. It's it's would just be a pretty big step to try, not like a huge step, but, um, to eat that way, you know, cause you eliminate a lot of other stuff and I'm trying to eliminate sugar. Right. Um, I'm down to fucking two teaspoons of sugar in my huge ass cup of coffee, which is great for me. Like that's fucking mm -hmm. groundbreaking. Yeah. I used to be Mr. Fucking syrup coffee. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't, it doesn't matter what, what you believe the, the fact of the matter is, is that for most people in your ability, ability to tolerate sugar is, is varies across the population. And, um, but, um, it, it, lots of sugar in your diet can actually start to have a toxic effect. And, you know, one of those things is that if you have too much sugar, you start to de develop neuropathy. Diabetes. The diabetes. We get to diabetes. Right, which is uh, this horrible disease. I get my diabetes testing supplies delivered to me. Uh, <laughs> I, I know. That's, it's a tough thing. Well, I, I've, I have diabetes in my family, so. Yeah. Um, And it's one of the, like, I'm, I'm horrible with sugar. I used to be a hundred times worse than I am now. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, when I was a kid, when I was a teenager, teenager into my early 20s, my nickname was fucking Cupcake. My nickname was mm -hmm. Cupcake because I would fucking go to the store and buy like fucking two, two packs of the mm -hmm. fucking Hostess Cupcakes and just mm -hmm. devour the fucking things. 
Yeah. I think there was some study that said that when they compared um, sugar consumption to cocaine consumption in rats or something, that the sugar was actually more addictive to the rats than cocaine. Oh, they said that about cheese, too, but I've done cocaine, and I can tell you that neither one is as addictive as fucking cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't know. I mean, that's just a study that I I heard about. Um, Listen, I'm not calling up up the grocery store at fucking 2 a.m. going, hey, I need some more sugar. (laughs) That shit doesn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're not doing any like um, <laughs> degrading sexual acts to get a. Yeah, no, no. I'm not wearing short shorts to, to a gay dealer's house for sugar. <laughs> oh. <boy. laughs> yeah, no. I, I just, I, they've said that about they said that about cheese recently. I'm sorry, but like I've done cocaine in the past. And I can tell you that the the way that it affects you, I've eaten cheese. I've had sugar. Pretty sure that uh, going without isn't going to make me do the things that I did when I ran out of cocaine. (laughs) I'm just fucking saying, just saying. So science, (laughs) could we take another look at this, please? But it, but again, it's also the same with people who try to say that marijuana isn't addictive. Mm-hmm. Okay, <clears throat> marijuana is not physically addictive. Marijuana is psychologically addictive. You become addicted to the feeling of it, and uh, people who try to say different, they're full of shit. And people who say that there's no type of withdrawal off weed are also full of shit. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'm a weed proponent. But don't fill me with bullshit. It's like the people... The one thing that's always irritated me is uh, with the advent of the medical marijuana dispensaries and medical marijuana cards, you have people who will sit there and smoke and say, oh, I'm medicating. You know, people will be like, are you getting high? And they'll correct them. No, I'm medicating. This is my medicine. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's your dosage? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how's your, do- how's your doctor treating that? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, how often per day are you supposed mm-hmm. to be doing that? It, 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 there is no, there's, mm-hmm. th- there's no guideline. Mm-hmm. And it, it absolutely infuriates me mm-hmm. when yeah. I see someone who sits there and says, oh, I'm medicating. Fuck you. You're getting high. <clears throat> I know. I do the same shit. Mm-hmm. So don't bullshit a bullshit. Mm-hmm. Please. And thank you. Yeah. Is it, that, is, that is one of the more irritating things that, that I've come across in my time with, with that type of shit. but yeah, to get back, you know, cleansing shit out. Like I, and, and it's interesting that we're talking about this in particular. Mm -hmm. Like I literally just recently, and I talked about it on the secret show the other night. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I had a day where I went like, it was a day or so without any, any weed and 
when I finally fucking smoked, I got so fucking cooked Mm -hmm. that I just fucking sat back and went, oh, yeah, I've been missing this. And like, I really just want to take a reset, like a hard break, take a a really good reset and sit Mm -hmm. back. And there's a lot I got on my mind when it comes to that. There's, There's things I, you know, I didn't talk about that night or. That I'm not going to talk about today that I want to uh, focus on and try to uh, get uh, routinely going again. I mean, I do want to get into like doing some yoga uh, uh, and I want to try to continue to like eliminate, like I was saying, like the sugar out of my fucking diet and, mm-hmm. and just get healthier. Yeah. No, and I'm not and, getting any fucking younger. Right. And I don't want people to think that I don't, I actually think that yoga is a really good way to one strengthen the body to maintain flexibility. And if you're into the kind of metaphysics and energy movement, part of it, it can clear out your energy field. If that's something that you're into. Um, and if you like the Bikram guy, you can get your dick sucked. So I mean, if, right. I mean, there's those <laughs> benefits too. Um, that's sick. Fuck. There, there's other things too, like one of those things. And, and again, whether they are right or don't do it just because it's a fad thing. Do oh, it yeah, because no, you have no. a, a true interest in it. Like um, detox diets, there's a lot about what to do if you need to like cleanse different organs. Um, you know, do you do like, you know, the broth fasting thing? You know, mm-hmm. lots of people saying like drinking lots of broth and then fasting and then kind of purging up the body makes them feel really great after and helps them lose weight and that kind of thing. You know, if you I don't need do to that- lose any weight. <laughs> I mean, just in case you were wondering, Holly, I'm a fucking stick figure. I have been since I was like fucking 10. <laughs> well, <laughs> so basically my whole life, right? I was fat as a baby. That's it. Well, okay. Yes. Chris. <laughs> but, and I have met you in person, <laughs> so I do know this, but other listeners may. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, for me to fast, I- I'm sure fast, uh, like, I I don't eat a lot anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm not a person who eats a lot. I've, I've often described how I eat. I eat like a fucking bird. Mm-hmm. You know, I, but sometimes I'll eat a lot, but mm-hmm. then I'll go like whole fucking periods of time where I won't eat at all. Right. I just don't, yeah. my, and my body doesn't want it. Like I, your, people your body would be like, seems... people would be like, Are "You gonna eat?" No, I'm not hungry. But you kind of naturally do it, whereas some people don't have that like natural mechanism, and they just kind of constantly eat, and it's beneficial actually for the parasympathetic um, system of the body to stop eating because it it gives it a chance to do its job. Yeah, and I, really digest I... and clear things out. I just eat, I eat when I'm hungry. Right. And I, I I grew up in a family where I was forced to eat no matter what. mm -hmm. Like you get food put on your plate, you fucking eat it, Mm -hmm. you know? And it, when I, when I got older, I was just like, no, I I just want to eat what I want to eat. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't need to have all that. Right. So I don't anymore. And I don't, I, and I, I, I'm I'm fucking like most of the time I'm so close to just st- not even making arguments for it anymore. Right. <laughs> you know, just people yeah. are, like ask questions and just start shrugging my fucking shoulders. 
I just don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm too old to fucking deal with that shit anymore. <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. Right, right. Um, me, Mel Gibson, and fucking Danny Glover. We're too old for this shit. Right. So some of the other thing too is like clearing, like you know, the different parts of the body can kind of hold energy, and um, you know, over your lifetime, if you eat a lot of processed foods, you can. You can or have done lots of substances or have worked in a, an environment that has a lot of chemicals. Your body can absorb a lot of heavy metals and toxins from the environment. And so how do you flush that out of your body? Um, you know, and there's I've read different ways to take care of that, like eating. Um, you can get like chlorella, which is an algae in the um, heavy metals and will bind to that. And that will help promote flushing heavy metals out of your body, just drinking lots and lots of water that will help flush things out. Um, going through kind of like a high period of eating a lot of fiber, which will help move and pull things out of your body to help kind of like get things that are kind of been lodged in there for a long time out, you know, and that's one of the mechanisms of like bladder cancer is, and particularly people who have a long tobacco smoking history is that they've absorbed a lot through the tobacco smoke, a lot of um, things they've it's accumulated you know gone through their body and it's accumulated in their bladder and maybe they're not someone who's drank a lot of water and not hydrated and flushed it out so it's just those they're sitting in the bladder um, and so that's why smokers have a greater risk of bladder cancer so it's um you know flushing that out to help kind of clear and cleanse the body Uh, see, the thing is, though, I don't know with some of this stuff. Like, you see those people that smoke every day of their lives and drink, mm-hmm. and they live to be like fucking eighty. Yeah. You know, like well, my my uncle, God bless him. Mm-hmm. God bless him. <laughs> well, the, you know what? As much as we want to believe it, the human bodies are not all created equal. <laughs> I yeah, no shit. But it's just you know, it it's. Obviously, you know, we should probably all try to stay healthy, mm-hmm. you know, and, and take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then you hear the stories about like those guys that are, like health nuts, they run every day and then boom, die of a heart attack at like age fucking 38 or some shit. Absolutely. Like it happens. I don't understand it. And you then you've do... got guys, you know, that just drink like fish mm-hmm. and smoke cigarettes. And they just, they go on and on and on well and and for whatever reason their metabolism can handle that um and someone else's can or they're just wired differently or maybe it's just their time what i'm saying is if you are feeling that inner urge to like clear and cleanse your body these are things you can do or these are things that the internet are saying that you can do i think there are a lot of things that you should talk to your i'm pretty sure somebody winds my uncle up in the morning at this point (laughs) right and i am yeah yeah, and I'm not saying go and like stop eating. Like definitely if you're going to do that, you need to talk to your medical professional and make sure you do it safely. Oh yeah, um, no. I, don't go fucking fast and just to uh, without trying to f- figure out the proper way to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, go to like you were saying your doctor or nutritionist, somebody talk it out first. Don't just Absolutely. go doing it. And that's the same with changing your diet, um, you know, because you may be on a medication and if all of a sudden you want to like 
you know, maybe you're on a blood thinner, but you want to start taking, eating a lot more vegetarian, eating all kinds of like beefy greens, but those things can actually have an effect on, uh, on your, um, your blood thickness as well and make it thinner. And, you know, you could interfere with your medications that you're taking. So it's really important to, if you are on medications that you check in with your doctor. Yeah. <clears throat> all of that is very important. Um, because especially if you're under the care of a doctor, the doctor should know. Um, and it, it, I mean, there's just different, there's all kinds of, of factors to take into effect when you do something like this, you know, so don't go into it just all willy nilly. 2.43 a.m. for me. Beauregard Waddlebottom. That is a great name. Uh, well, good morning, Beauregard. Yeah, good and morning. And anyone else who's listening, good yes, morning. Thank you for listening. 43 a.m. in the morning. Well, there he's truly slipped into the night with us. Yes, uh, or the morning. Um, good morning. But yeah, um, and I think cleansing can be a good thing. Although I think there's a lot of stuff out there, uh, you know, cleansing products, which are bullshit. Um, Absolutely. There is, you know, take this cleanse. And there you, there used to be a huge market for when, uh, and I'm sure there still is, in the drug testing market for clean, uh, cleanses to get rid of weed yep. and shit. Yep. <laughs> they do not work. Fuck you. I've used them. <laughs> um, I mean, the, the, the only thing I think you can do is dilute the test by uh, over drinking water. And even that they have safeguards for now uh, when they drug test you. I know that. Um, and the, the way they're doing hair follicle testing now, I mean, if places just start going to that, everybody's fucked when it comes to trying to do that. So. But I did see that uh, Nevada, I think it was, uh, just passed a thing uh, that bans most pre-employment drug testing for marijuana in the entire state. Oh, that's interesting. Yep. They cannot do it in the state of Nevada, um, which is awesome. Um, and, I mean, and, and, I, and really, if it's a state where it's legalized as recreational, they shouldn't they shouldn't be tested for it anymore. Yeah, you shouldn't be. And um, I hope that the other states follow suit. I have a feeling that the one I'm in will fucking drag their feet. <laughs> but, I mean, we've, we've been legal almost, uh, we're one of the longest legal running states and we still don't sell retail. California rolled it out like the fucking day after. <laughs> like, Fuck, we voted on it. Boom. Put the shops up. Mm-hmm. You know, how, why the state of Maine does not want to make tax revenue or did not want to make tax revenue off marijuana sales for the past, I don't know, three, four years now. It's fucking beyond me. I'm absolutely yeah. baffled. Yeah. Um, but the idiot that we had for a governor decided that uh, it was a good idea to just stop that from happening. Mm-hmm. So... We need to look into it more. You gotta look into. Fucking Colorado's doing it. 
What, what needs to be looked into? Extra there, tax money. Right. Well, there's there's still some uneasiness and in fear around it. There shouldn't be. It's stupid. It, I'm it's I'm not disagreeing with you, but completely ignorant. And the fact that we have no problem with people going to bars and drinking, but we have every problem with people getting high on weed is it's baffling to me. It's absolutely baffling. <clears throat> but it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Hopefully I, I've, you know, I've said it for a while now. Hopefully the, uh, the federal legalization will go through and it will uh, get rid of a lot of bullshit. Mm -hmm. I think once that happens, the rest of it just, it'll go down the line eventually. Mm -hmm. Eventually everybody will, everybody will be in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, the, the, the pushback on it is, is absolutely baffling to me because like I said, the, the tax revenue, the stuff that they could do with the, the money, um, you know, of course, the government will waste it and blow it and <clears throat> not appropriate it properly. But, right. But let's give them some more money to fuck off with. Right. Well, <laughs> that's what I'd say. Yeah. Um, did you get uh, I did you get a chance to look through either of those books that I handed off to you? Yes, I did. Uh, either one of them, anything you're. Well, right, the, the Animal Spirit Guide. Okay, so you gave me two books. I think one was about Animal Spirit Guides, mm -hmm. which I'm pretty familiar with and kind of like the symbology of animal spirits. Um, and it kind of is a, a you know, how to... Um, and that is a very shamanic thing to mm -hmm. um, kind of go into meditation and kind of connect with your animal spirits, and which is something I'd, I'd already previously done, but it's it was just kind of... It's always interesting to me to see what other... Um, right, perspectives right, right. on on the symbols of the animals and and from time to time i mean i'm not doing a lot of energy work on other people but i do from time to time and sometimes animal spirits pop up and um and whether that is just like a mental symbol of an energy of a type of energy or whatever um it's interesting to see what other interpretations of that energy is if that makes any sense yeah oh yeah absolutely so you know it's a it's a valuable thing and then the other book i need to kind of like um dig into a little bit more yeah that one's pretty in-depth that one's uh in the shadow of the shaman i think so I yeah it. yeah <clears throat> yeah that's a pretty in-depth book i think you'll like that one um mm -hmm. but um yeah I, I i just i'd had those and i don't really follow that tradition Right. Never really have. It wasn't anything I was ever going to get back into. So I figured it better served with you. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, but yeah, I, I, I you know, it's, it, it's kind of cool that we had decided to do this one. And I, I, I hadn't decided to, to do that, you know, uh, made that choice until it was, God, it was Friday morning. <gasps> Well, right, and I mean, it was kind of funny, like you no, were kind of Thursday morning. You were kind of like independently thinking about doing a kind of a personal detox thing to kind of reset yourself, and and I independently, like you know, was looking up stuff because. Um, well, we had chosen this topic before I had come to that conclusion, and like I just, I I was like, oh, that'd be good because it just kind of follows like cleansing. 
cleansings and banishings are are integral to any spiritual practice. You know, they're, they're a part of, like I said, any of the books, any of the traditions that I've ever looked into, they all have their own form of cleansing rituals, banishing rituals. They're right. all there, and it's all right. very beginning stuff. Well, but, yeah, and but for we, us, we, it's like good energetic hygiene. You right. Know, like you have physical body hygiene and you have energy body hygiene. Yeah. And um and it's important because you can energetically as long with phys- like right now we are not in physical contact with each other but we are in energetic contact with each other. And yeah. And it's all it, it's all it's the, all getting yourself into a different headspace. Mhm. You know, it's a, it, it's all it is. It's getting yourself into a different headspace. It's you know connecting with those things within you, those energies that are already present, you know that are already there. That's what you're doing. <clears throat> um, but you know, I I just found it interesting that we you know before I had decided to you know um, have my had my little epiphany that we had decided to do this as the topic. And then I come to that conclusion that, oh, shit, I want to do this fucking reset thing for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's not like I'm not saying I want fucking out. You know, I'm not like oh, I'm getting completely sober. I'm going fucking straight legs. No, I'm just taking a break. This is like I'm uh, like it's fucking, like resensitizing yourself. Yeah. People do that. Goddamn sober October thing. I'm just right. doing it a little later. Yeah, well, you know, and I was looking at detox stuff because, um, well, one, this is a good time of year for it because um, it's good to kind of, well, in the wintertime in the Northern Hemisphere, while everything is kind of in that kind of hibernation mode, it's good to kind of get through that and clear out space because then in the springtime, things come forth. Yeah. And and then I've been having a little bit of abdominal pain and this and that. So I was just looking at ways of how do I consciously interact with my own body to kind of clear out some heavy what I feel like is personal heaviness. Yeah. And I had um chosen another way to do this is you know, you may wanna, you know, with like I've I don't take any over the counter medications and I had found an herbal supplement um that I felt like I wanted to take. So I was doing some research on it and just seeing how it would interact in the body and how it talked about energy clearing and stuff like that. And um, taking that a little bit to see how it made me feel. Yeah. You know, so um, it's good. Yeah. I Um, I mean, I I don't know where it's going to take me. I mean, I, I just know that I need to take a break from, Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we and the reason I need to is because I I'm not enjoying it like I used to. I don't mm-hmm. get high and then sit back and you know like really watch a good movie and and fucking fall into it. No, you mm-hmm. know, in the way I used to, or a video game, or whatever the case may be. You know, something that I'm you know trying to sit back and relax and enjoy with it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't having that same type of inexperience anymore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, having that little, little break made me feel it a little bit for a while. And mm-hmm. I was just like, Ooh, this is what I've been missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And if I've got to take a break to be able to enjoy it like that, then that's fine. You know, I'm, 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 I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it had, you know, it was, it's one of those things where those types of things, they have to be conscious choices. You can't be forced into it. I mean, you can be like, you can definitely be forced into it, but it, that, that doesn't do this. It, it doesn't have the same type of impact for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when you consciously choose to do something to make change, that's, mm-hmm. that's a powerful thing. Right. So. Yeah. I, to kind of make a personal sacrifice for a little bit. Like that's kind of like the idea, behind, a little bit of the idea behind Lent in the Christian tradition is that, you know, you give up something for a little bit. And, right. <clears throat> Yeah. And I mean, it's definitely something that I, you know, I lost appreciation for. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it was because I used it uh, religiously after I got sober from pain pills mm-hmm. <clears throat> to just kind of like level myself out. So it was a constant thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now I don't need it for that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, it, And I haven't needed it like that for a long time. Mm-hmm. But it was just a crutch that just sat there. And now I'm just like, oh, fuck, I forgot about why, you know, why I really enjoyed it. So mm-hmm. fuck it. Take a break. See what happens. Enjoy it. And, and I mean, if I have to take regular breaks, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. It does not bother me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> because it means I get to enjoy something. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and, and taking a break is really a good way to kind of see your relationship with anything like, you know, whether it be soda, you know, I'm going to just stop soda for a week and see how it shifts things. You know, and it's not, a, you know, a permanent thing and you're not having to be committed and you're, and you're not having that kind of power behind it. Like, like a resolution, like I'm going to stop soda. It's I'm going to stop, you know, I'm not going to have any soda this week and just see how it makes me feel. I'm going to not have any sugar this week and see how it makes me feel. Yeah. It's a a good way to kind of get some perspective on your relationship with whatever you're consuming, or maybe it's a person in your life or um, an activity in your life. Maybe I'm on the, uh, maybe I'm on YouTube too much. So I'm going (laughs) to take a break from YouTube or watching too much YouTube. I watch a shit ton of YouTube. I, I I'm stuck yeah. on that damn that chapter channel. Really, I've not yeah. heard of this. Yeah, uh, check it out after the show or at some point. That chapter. It's a I uh, the guy's from Ireland. He's a young guy. Mm-hmm. Um, his name's Mike. Mm-hmm. And he reminds me of my son. Oh. Nice. I think that's why I'm so like addicted to watching him because he's fucking mm-hmm. a smarmy asshole, mm-hmm. like my son can be, which I I adore <laughs> about my son. He like can be such a dick sometimes. It's so fun. Yeah, he's very uh, assertive. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you're like, uh, yeah, Holly, that's a way to put it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, yeah, you should check this guy out. Um, that chapter on YouTube, he does all um. Uh, like true crime stuff. He used to do like urban legends and um, conspiracy stuff. And then he got away from that and started doing true crime. And I love his true crime stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I mean, there's some uh, mysterious unsolved cases that he's, he's done that I've uh, w- uh, watched his videos. I mean, I'm just intrigued. He's, he has a great way of relaying the stuff. 
<clears throat> so, you know, I'll I'll keep fucking rah 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 in that chapter. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my new guilty pleasure. Like the minute mm-hmm. one of his videos pops up, I've got to watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm a fucking little fanboy. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Like if they had a fucking that chapter convention, like one of those brony conventions, I think I'd go. Impressive. Yeah. But no, the dude's cool. I, cool. I, I've really, really enjoyed his videos. I've watched uh-huh. just about everything he's got on there. All of his Reddit mysteries, mm-hmm. uh, uh, all the ARG stuff. Um, mm-hmm. He's the reason I'm actually going to do a show on ARGs, alternate mm-hmm. reality games. Um, mm-hmm. And it, 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 it's just some fascinating shit. So if you haven't checked out that chapter, Holly, you should definitely... I, I take, have not. take a little spin down. Your daughter would probably like that channel. Yeah, well, you know, she loves she loves the crime stuff. And there's all kinds of serial like, killer stuff on there too. Yeah, she's fascinated by that. Yeah, and, so. Which um, which actually, as a mom, kind of worried me for a while. But I, <laughs> but you know what? It has given her so much street smarts. Like mm-hmm. like. I was like, is my daughter going down this dark path? No, but it, it, she came from it from more like a, hey, this is what I need to lurk, look for. To yeah. identify as someone who's dangerous in my environment. And I was like, oh, you know, that's actually, that's actually a good yeah, thing. Just, the stay, way could- just stay away from those procedural TV shows. <laughs> yeah. Those fucking things. Uh, uh, true crime and documentaries. Great. Mm-hmm. The fucking yeah. Law and Order, CSI, yeah. fucking Criminal Minds. Mm-hmm. It's fucking, it's TV, people. Yeah. It's TV. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, what have I been binging on lately? Um, I just finished season two of Lost in Space. That was good. Season two. So, for me, like, I sometimes because I go on these, like, personal education like binges i had to reel that in so I, i've been watching lucifer on netflix is kind of my no um, um i have to like put my brain in like not thinking i've, I've had i've had shows like that i've yeah. definitely had shows like that yeah but um yeah so uh we'll wrap this thing up holly yeah uh and uh, any ideas for next week? You know, it's kind of funny. I just kind of wait and see what, like, I kind of pop into yeah. my head. So I, 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 I don't have a teaser for this week. Like, Okay. We'll figure something out over the we'll <clears throat> the course of the week. This has been Slip Into the Night, Episode 19, Cleansing and Banishing. If you like this little ditty, hit that little <laughs> thumbs up button. If you don't, hit the little thumbs down button. Leave a comment, subscribe. You can go check out our good friend Matt Knapp at youtube.com forward slash Bigfoot Crossroads and youtube.com forward slash Cryptid Tales. Check us out at anchor.fm forward slash the 40 and slip and subscribe to the podcast. Check out parabreakdown, youtube.com forward slash parabreakdown. And as always, check out my good friend, Dreadfun at youtube.com forward slash dreadfun.
and dreadfun.com. <clears throat> he's been doing some live streams on Twitch and uh, the latest, the newest one that he's done, as far as I know, the daredevil, I watched the whole thing. Uh, I watched him live and it was really great. So <clears throat> uh, check out, check out our good friend, Fred over at uh, youtube.com forward slash dreadfun. Watch some of them fucking time-lapse videos, people. Enjoy that, man. He does good work. And we will be back next Saturday morning. Bye-bye.